kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Goes one, two, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Damn, welcome back to Perna Radio Podcast. <laughs> this oh, is your boy. We back, we back, <laughs> we back, we back, like y'all never seen. Because I'm that going is in between, right. sliding in the DM. What? Talking about DMs, we have exciting fucking news for all of you. Welcome back to Paranoid Radio Podcast. I am your boy, Trebles Garcia. And joining me in a once and two is the best goes in the mother, mother fucking planet. Big tech salute, my boy. Squeaky, squeaky. Ever, 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 ever. <laughs> Guys, we are rocking the fucking boat, shaking these fucking cages, dropping bombs. And just for all the people that do not know, we are 10 episodes away from the big 100 the countdown will begin at 96 we're about to drop our 92nd episode this fucking week guys i'm so fucking excited i'm about to beat my own meat to this fucking news sort of guy i sort of got okay explicit guys i'm sorry ladies and gentlemen uh with a real some shady I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna take it that deep. Anyway, guys, I do want to extend a fucking invitation to anybody that wants to be part of these first 100 episodes. Listeners, girls, boys out there, do not be embarrassed. Do not be shamed. Come at us. Come at us, and please join us for a 30 minute conversation, virtual talk. You don't have to see our ugly faces, specifically tanks. And we could fucking you could talk to us and fucking we could drop bombs, hammer all the gods, and fucking slay all these fucking hypocritical people out there and talk shit about the politicians, talk shit about religion. You tell me what you want to talk about and we'll make it fucking happen. Do not be ashamed. There's no way you can make yourself a fool. There's no way. This is what we do every single fucking episode. So, I mean, technically we'll tank us, but whatever. Here it is. Big tank. Connect the randomizer machine and tell me the list. Okay, <laughs> Mr. Scarecrow, Mr. Wannabe oh, Dime of Peace, you know, fucking yeah. nickel. Not even making it, trying to stick the pickle. Oh. Randomizer <laughs> machine, do your thing. <laughs> Paranoid Radio. Listen to that baby purr. Stick it in the pickle hard. Who do we have, Big Tank? And we got Snappin' Next Podcast on Instagram. Massive Ooh. shout out and salute, salute. That's something that goes out to you. That is right. Snapping next podcast. What? They're following us. Thank you so much for interacting, dropping fucking bombs of knowledge. And we really hope to hear from you soon so that we could get you on the fucking podcast and drop bombs together. That is right. This episode goes out to you. I like that. I like that. They snapping next and I'm breaking backs. Fuck a mean combo. What? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a bunch of handicapped listeners. <laughs> It's a bird, it's a play. No, it's Purdue Radio. Big Tech, what is happening? What is happening, my people? You guys know the deal. I'm going to give you guys my two cents plus your two cents. And we're going to pause that bitch into the bank of knowledge all day. Ooh, the bank of knowledge. Ooh, that's right, that's right. Don't forget it, don't forget it. Like, we never said it. Okay, so... 
first story of the day, my people. Believe it, believe it. Best believe what we saying. So you better best believe. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So last a couple weeks ago, we actually touched bases on this trial run of um where they were thinking of using these vehicles as basically Ubers, but you could drive them and drop them off wherever you wanted. Ooh, the so, follow up. It's not so much of a follow up. You touched in on the subject about the Lime scooters, the Uber scooters, the Link scooters that are all over downtown and a lot of uh, a lot of uh, metropolitan areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I actually did some research, my people, and I didn't know how much money you could actually make them. So they actually have people that you could anybody could do this. Anybody could do this. Okay, that'll mm-hmm. go and pick them up, recharge them, and if they're not fixed, deposit. And they're paying a good amount. So. That's pretty cool. Right? Okay, okay. So, thinking about this in, I guess, in a technical sense, Mm -hmm. a lot of people have been stealing them and quote-unquote jailbreaking them to be used as normal scooters because you can buy these chargers. I didn't know this. A lot of these use the same charger. Uh And you can buy the charger for about 15 bucks. I was actually searching the web. Two gold jack one? You freaking crazy ass. No, 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 no. I was actually searching the web. And they're selling them at a discounted rate because they could get locked almost like an iPhone. But but it's a big conundrum. What do you guys think about that? Um, If you're asking me uh, to get the biscuit, it's not a big enough biscuit to even biscuit, if it makes sense. Um... Yeah, I wouldn't steal fucking a scooter. I mean, if it was a car, like you said, in the, in the middle, it's a whole different ball game. Um, and then yeah, I could sell. Maybe I could buy one and then rent one off myself. Start my own fucking uh, renting business. Cause they're like, not expensive. They're like, okay, um, they have free gas out there, bro. It's it's free. Like in Afghanistan and shit. Like the gas is you stop by, you just pump. And that's it. You don't pay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. They're not expensive, these scooters. Um, yeah. I know everybody's in different financial holds or whatever it is. It might be cheaper or, I mean, I guess if you want to be stingy about it and get one of these or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But they're not expensive. But they're reporting a loss of up to 15% every month. Oh, so, so there is that type. There is those people that be jacking those motherfuckers. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't personally... Have one of those at the house and have it with lime and all the logos over there. No, I think I think people are just doing it because they don't give a fuck. And then you, there are there are those fucking agent agents of chaos out there that you know they just they they have nothing else to do and just fucking be jacking shit, breaking stuff. So it's, I mean, it's for living. <laughs> I guess I guess on to the next one, on to the next one, my people. All right, story number two, my people. When you guys think of a BBQ, especially if you're Latin. You're thinking mm. carne asada, right? That's right. Carne asada, maybe some fucking some some uh, grilled uh, chicken, maybe perhaps. Grilled chicken, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grilled yeah. chicken, little little riblets, uh, something mm-hmm. like that. You pico de gallo, pico de gallo all day. Yeah, your rice and beans, you get me? Okay. So, what I am trying to get at is, could it be illegal or slash permit needed to have a cookout now? What? Get okay. the fuck out. Dude. So, 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 yes, exactly. So they did a study. Mm. A third party vendor did a study. And the next harmful thing, especially for all these competitors, because it is a sport to some people. Where well, yeah. you have competition. My uh, father, barbecuing. every fucking Sunday morning. Yep, I know. I know what it is. Okay, okay. <laughs> so when they do something heavy like this, there's a lot of carbon monoxide being uh, 
polluted onto that, whether it be propane, whether it be this. And they're actually petition has circulated and needs a lot of votes to get there where it should be quote unquote need a permit to do it. What kind of world are we living in that we need a permit to do a cookout? You're gonna need a fucking permit to own a vehicle. You're gonna need a permit to fucking breathe if it comes to fucking polluting the air. We fucking breathe out nothing but CO2. Suck a fucking taco. No, I'm not doing that shit. I'm cooking my meat. <laughs> and I'll put it in your taco if you know what I mean. <laughs> can you imagine a police or a separate agency now looking for people cooking and asking for a permit? No, no, fuck that. That ain't gonna happen. They're gonna fuck it. They, they come knocking at my door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or could it be like? Die. Or could it be like a five-year permit for like ten bucks? Ah, uh, okay. Uh, look, okay. I I see where it can happen variously on different cities. Yes. And I see why some people might be fucking a little anal about it. Um, rich folks. Uh, people with cancer. I get it. Okay. Smoke. It's, it's, look. Normally, what I do. To keep my neighbors happy, specifically the ones that live on my same driveway, you know what I do, bro? I prep them a plate with a lot of meat, and then the first ones I serve. And hey, you know what? I know you guys weren't able to join us, but here, I I want you to taste my meat. (laughs) And I give it to them. I literally do. So I keep them happy. I keep them content. And then the rest of the day, I'm just eating and fucking shoving my face with all this great food that I just cooked. Um, And then they're always happy. Great advice. Give thy neighbor thy meat. I love that <laughs> I'm done with you, dog. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> My people, this was what is happening. I'm hoping you guys enjoyed it. And if you guys did, I don't care. This is your local professor, STD, Mr. Darth Vader, Mr. Blow the Back Out. Best believe. <laughs> you can't deny it. Take us big balling. You can never fuck with him. Bingy bombs of knowledge within. Da, 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 da. That was hard. I like that. I like that. <laughs> that is right. Big tank breaking bombs of fucking knowledge. Back to the fucking house. Right in the cages with those two amazing stories. Big tank, thank you for bringing those two amazing stories for all the listeners and for myself. Everybody, please give them a round of applause. Ooh, yeah. Now that is right. Everybody, I'm going to jump in from the deep end of the pool and set the fucking mood because we have an amazing fucking episode. Actually, I'll be honest with you. I really enjoy doing the research on this fucking episode. I mean, not, not that I don't enjoy doing the research on any, but any other episode, but I mean, this episode caught me because I had no fucking idea how this person was so involved with the community and we always preach about if you want to make a change you're gonna make it locally in a local level thinking globally right um so yeah so he was he, he, and the thing is that he was a fucking millionaire with a stage with a platform today we're gonna be talking about the fucking late tupac machiavelli machiavelli nights damn one of the greatest to ever touch a mic all right all right all that right. is right and and every greatest to ever touch fucking uh jada smith uh, that's fucked up. Oh, no, Will, no, don't do Will, it. Will, Will, don't, don't do it. it. Will, was a jump. Will, don't come and slap me, all right? Here we go. People, people, people. Tupac Amar, Amar Shakur, born on June 16, 1971 to September 13, 1996. Better mm-hmm. known as his, two, as his stage name, Tupac, also as the daily Machiavelli. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest American rappers to ever do it. Most influential. He still gets talked about. He still has music releasing 
right now. That is right. Ooh. Just check this out. I'm going to give you a quick fucking glimpse of what Tupac Shakur is all about. He has fucking quotes, and I quote, when he states, God has cursed me to see what life should really be like. If the church gave half of the money they made back to, to us, we'll be all right. If they took half the buildings they have to praise God and give it to motherfuckers that need God, we'll be all right. End quote. The ghetto gospel gangster reverend, the bridge of hip-hop to the world and to our hearts, Pac is, Pac is considered dead, but is he really dead? And the part is about the, the most important part about this fucking uh, um, podcast is not that we're going to talk about if he's dead. No, the conspiracy around his fucking death. Because believe it or not, Tupac Shakur was trying to get politically involved. Now, before we jump into anything, I need you, I need you to understand the blood gangs. Yeah, the bloods. B-L-O-O-D, the guys are dressed in red. The oh. blood gangs, the pyrus, exactly. These guys did not start off as a gang. These guys started as a political movement right after the Black Panthers were fucking shut down by the CIA. Again, the Crips also, C-R-I-P-S. Hashtag, look it up. Bloods and Crips are actually politi black political movements. Leaders created these groups to fucking stand against the man, not necessarily to gangbang in the streets or kill each other. Now, that's that's the very first thing I needed to let you know. Um, uh, there's a lot of fucking parts of, in life where Tupac also said that he was fucking interviewed and they were, they were telling him, asking him if he was trying to pick up the fight after the Black Panthers. And he said, yeah, the Black Panthers, they, they asked him, do you think the Black Panthers forgot about you? He goes, about the fight? He goes, no, they didn't just forget about the fucking fight. They forgot about us. Again, you have to understand that the CIA did infiltrate the fucking Black Panthers using fucking black spies to bring down the fucking organization from within. Not only that, not only that, Tupac's parents were actually Black Panther. Yes, exactly. So he had direct ties. With, he knew the movement. He he didn't have that corrupted version, per se. No. He knew what it standed for. He and knew how to use the... This yes. is like Monopoly. You know when you play Monopoly, the key to beat the game is fucking own all the territory in the ga in the, in a, in a ghetto areas. The Baltics, the little the little ghetto, the little, like the first strip. If you yep. own that part of the game, you win the game. You could beat them all, regardless. So he knew how to use his education in the ghetto. He was a genius growing up. Okay, so let's, let's be honest about this. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Okay. He was not your typical street thug. He really wasn't. He was smart. He was educated. He was in a lot of gifted programs growing up. Yeah. He including saw... ballet. Yes. Exactly. He was ballet. Yeah. He was, uh, for uh, our terms, would be uh, Gates, a uh, mm -hmm. gifted and talented uh, program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, for uh, just depending where you go, he mm -hmm. was excelled in literature, math, Philosophy. Art. Yes, philosophy. He was even up to his teenage. Yeah. He was still very much an academic scholar, to say the very least. Talking about fucking scholars, allow me to bring in a little bit a bit of a conspiracy into this fucking podcast. He died on September 13th, 1996. Friday the 13th. Hashtag look it up. I did the fucking diligence. It is fucking weird. He died on Friday the 13th in 1996. Check this out. He was shot previously five times. That's when he went to jail. During his time in jail in 1995, he was trying to get recruited by secret societies. This is what why he gave birth 
to the Don Kiluminati album. He said, he even states in one of his interviews, he goes, I'm done with Thug Life. Fuck Thug Life. Thug Life is dead. I killed Thug Life and then re and then gave birth to the outlaws. Why did you think that he said this? He was a revamped man. He kept saying that. He said, I'm a changed man. I see different things now. My fucking, my, my, my process of thinking is different. He came out of jail specifically targeting political and government ties. He was not trying to gangbang in the streets. He was using the gangbang platform, the hip-hop culture, to put his word out. But once he had the stage ready to go, he was trying to be a politician. He was trying to politicize young black men in America. Check this out, guys. Check this out. I'm going to bring you a little Jamantra again. If you guys don't know what Jamantra is, this is um, uh, sacred angel numerology, sacred Jewish numerology. Hashtag look it up, Jamantra. Check this out. The word, <clears throat> this is where it comes funny. He was shot 14 times upon his death. The day, the, seven days before he died, actually, he was shot 14 times. The number 14, check this out. The number 14 represents where the Israelis were weeping and asking to get killed in Egypt before they were fucking dead in the desert. Before Moses pulled them out of Egypt, they were trying to get killed. They were asking to die in Egypt. 14, the 14th Amendment also gave the African-Americans citizenship. He died seven days after he got shot 14 times. And the last fucking album cover from Don Killuminati was him on a fucking cross. Basically saying he was doing God's work. This is what I see. It's like a fucking depiction of art saying I'm doing God's work and I'm going to fucking resurrect. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. <laughs> You're going to fucking trip out. Tupac. Tupac Shakur. The number is the Jamantra number is 364. 364 is connected to the names Pharaoh of Fire, Pyru, the King of America, America's Most Wanted, the Eternal, Enlightenment, Pablo Escobar, Death Grips, Rothschilds, Reincarnate. And end child trafficking. You think this is a coincidence? <laughs> wow. Yes. Yes. Wow. Believe it or not. Hey, that's bombs right there. Okay, okay. I had no idea about any of this. Yeah. The... Okay, Hashtag, okay. look it up. <sighs> Blew your mind, huh? Blew your mind. Check this out. Let me keep going. Let me go. I got more. Check this out, bro. Check this out. Check this out. On the day of his death, he was getting out of the MGM Grand. He was, uh, he, they were watching a Tyson fight, right? So take this out. When he left with uh, with Suge Knight, Suge Knight was, was driving, and Suge Knight was driving him to Club 662. It's called 662 in Vegas. The Jamantra number for 662 equals to Biden crime family, a fool's day, Pfizer, end of existence, and resurrection. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah, Club 62. It is crazy, dog. Um, a lot of people allegedly think that Suge Knight was the one that fucking orchestrated the whole fucking the, 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 the that, shot that, that, That's original. If you go if you go and look at it, that's the original one, per se. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, I guess someone is... of his family members trying to take that throw from him. It was very political be between the fucking organizations of, uh, of uh, music records. But whatever, you know. There's more that meets the eye to this bullshit. Now that you bring all this up, it actually makes a lot of sense. Uh -huh. um, for the simple reason, let's not even get into the conspiracy of him being alive at this moment. Let's yeah. just say mm -hmm. he's dead. Mm -hmm. Hawk was always known for carrying around his bulletproof vest. He was real, weary, real weary person. Like, mm -hmm. honestly, like, real weary. Like, 
He didn't trust nobody. He was at that type of his age. I don't want to say he was schizophrenic, but he was really self-aware of himself, where he was, yeah. what he was doing, what he was up to, what he was going to do. Oh, yeah. Who was rolling with him? Who wasn't? So <laughs> the night of the fatal shooting, he mm-hmm. actually decided to take his vest off, which is something mm-hmm. really unusual for him. Unusual for him, specifically yes. when he's not in his hood. Yes, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, He had just gotten off of a performance. He went to go hit the strip with Shug. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say Shug. Shug's a big dude, but Shug's, but Shug's a big dude. Bro. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he was always riding around with a bunch of bloods as his fucking bodyguard. This, this is bro, fact. He had cars on him. Yeah, cars on him twenty four seven. He had shooters left and right. He had hitmen with him at all times. Check this out. Check this out. Let's talk about the hitman a little bit. The hitman is named Orlando Orlando Anderson. He was a crip, and he as soon as Tupac died seven days after he got shot shot fourteen times, Orlando Anderson also got fucking killed in a non gang related accident he got shot again he got shot in a non-gang related accident they never found the shooter shortly after that biggie smalls gets fucking lit up and i'm talking about shot dead yeah now the reason i'm I'm bringing in biggie smalls in this fucking in this show is not because he's filled with conspiracy also but because tupac shakur at the time tupac shakur and biggie smalls were in a fucking giant rivalry west coast versus east coast hip-hop even though Tupac was born in New York, he was the bridge that took hip-hop and elevated it through the West Coast. He represented where he was coming from, but he also represented where he was at. He fucking repped it big time. He yes. They created such a fucking... This is where I think that both Tupac and Biggie were war uh, uh, uh controlled opposition. And the reason I want to say this is because check this out what happened. What happened shortly after they both got shot... Big white, I'm talking about white, Caucasian, white record companies like Sony, Interscope, came in the fucking hip-hop scene and bought out, I'm talking about bought out, and gave fucking contracts to all the rappers. Shortly after that, hip-hop did not become hip, did not continue talking about how they sell and kill and murder and fuck girls. Now, they fucking started talking about how to spend the money and how to use drugs and how to be a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that was the entrance of drug dealer music. And even then, you have to see the trend. Now we're talking about drug using music. Exactly. Okay. So, okay. It, uh, a lot of people have seen the movies Notorious B.I.G. and All Eyes on Me. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're both depicted not in contradiction because it shows a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Notorious has had that whole thing where uh, they're basically swearing up and down that uh, Biggie had nothing to do with it, even though he did have that clapback song, Who Shot You? Yeah, um, but that was because uh, the five, the, that was, that was be- yes, uh, yes, for yes, the yes, five yes. times they shot him before he went to jail. Yes, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, does it look bad? Uh, maybe that's the reason Pac was the way he was. He was always looking everywhere, fucking... Because ch- none of them were flashy dudes. No. Well, okay. Biggie was a flashy dude. Biggie, Biggie always had that chain in it, but Pac mm-hmm. wasn't. Pac, mm-hmm. Pac would roam the city, sweatshirt, jeans, boom, keep it coming. Exactly. Okay. And, and, and he kept saying, also, he attacked the churches, he attacked the government and said, how the fuck? There's a video I posted up yesterday where he, Tupac saying, you know, the reality is, why is that that churches are fucking, they have golden roofs when when God, why can't God talk to me wherever the fuck he put me at? Why do I have to talk to God in a fucking, in a, in a, in a, in a giant church with golden fucking ceilings when there's fucking people outside homeless? 
Well, he, so he was really against um, the organized, basically, crime mob families of religion and then fucking the government as well. You know, there's a saying, mom, his mom, after he died, when her, his mom was uh, interviewed, her mom was very calm. And she said, my, and I quote, my son chose to leave quietly. And I quote. And, it, and that's what I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking, to be honest right now, I think that Tupac was probably part of the controlled opposition and then when he went against Kiluminati and then he uh, again he also called himself Machiavelli so who people the people that do know what Machiavelli is and why we call this show Machiavelli Nights is because Machiavelli was um I think an, an, an Italian author philosopher general that fucking orchestrated his own death to fucking fake his own death in order to fucking um to, to scare his fucking enemies and then lie to his enemies and then attack his enemies from the back. So basically, and then he did it within a, free, a period of seven days, exactly how Tupac did it. So it's kind of like Tupac left cryptid messages in the Don Kiluminati album uh, saying how he was going to fucking take part of this little notion and then leave quietly in order so that the Illuminati wouldn't kill him in real life or he wouldn't take part of the controlling of hip-hop that was gonna take place with or without him because the divide and conquer was already done the government had already divided west versus east all they had to do was fucking conquer it how do you conquer it either kill this guy remove him or he removes himself so then again again people think that tupac left because he don't want to keep taking part of this opposition that this controlled opposition um project by the government to control hip-hop you have to understand that hip-hop at the the peak of its fucking culture and now it's fucking utilized to everything it's more pop than anything you know we've all heard the saying divide and conquer and that's exactly mm -hmm. what happened they got rid of some of the most influential i'm not gonna say the most influential but some of the but some of the most influential of people in hip-hop and that's exactly what started east coast mm -hmm. west coast rivalry they let the war go on boom off of the heads and let's take over it so exactly since since the death of them since everything got, I guess, uh, how do you call it, gentrified, I would even say, to be honest, mm -hmm. we haven't had no real major label. Yes. Do we have rag do we have rappers with their own labels? Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But none of them have been as successful as Death Row and Bad Boy Records. Oh, and that's fucking iconic, to be fucking honest. Yes. Uh, just to lead off this fucking episode, amazing fucking episode with amazing content, I have to let you guys know that he was a very smart uh, person. He read books on uh, the the war, the art of war, Russian Russian military books, books that were fucking written by generals. Hashtag look it up. He fucking says this in, in many interviews. He's a very uh, 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 inspired person by philosophers and history. Uh, he His last words was, uh, he goes, I'm trying to move into black literature to politicize young black americans this guy was an educator perfect fucking speaker you could say that he was one of he was the hitler of black community and not in a negative term the way he was so passionate with his words and was able to move people with his fucking ambition and his words and his acts uh tupac definitely went down i think that if he did went down he definitely went down as um a person that has so much potential and a threat to the establishment now big tech let them know where they could find you Catch me at EKNAT626. Once again, EKNAT626. My people, there's so much more that meets the eye with Machiavelli. Mm -hmm. I definitely think that we could do another round two. Believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, there's a lot of more information to unpack on this episode. Definitely.
For sure, for sure. Now, let me know. Now, catch us at, catch me at Tribbles Garcia, T R E B L E S Garcia, on all social media platforms. And hit us up on paranoidradio.com, paranoidradio.com. Everybody, make sure you fucking stay tuned and check out JB at the Fell Academy this weekend, fucking dropping another massive bombs on fucking disclosure. That is right. Hit us up at paranoidradio.com. And if you have an Apple podcast, if you have Apple or Spotify, make sure you drop a five star review for free. That'll help us fucking spread out the word and other people enjoy the show as much as we enjoy doing it everybody thank you have a great fucking day thank you for fucking joining us again big time i love you take care salute to the next time people paranoid radio